sound wave wave we got a guest that's joining us right now live in studio and uh he goes by the name of chris walker what's going on with you chris hey what's up everybody glad to be here so chris walker chris walker that's right Chris yes, likes to do stuff. Right, right, right. On, and on all the socials. And Chris so. does a lot of things. Tell tell everybody a little bit about some of the things or some of the tasks that you do, which yeah. which are quite a lot. Yeah, definitely. So uh I always say that I'm a uh you know, a creative person that's passionate about storytelling. So whenever you hear that first, it makes sense. But you know, I've been a comic book artist. I colored for Marvel and DC Comics. I've been a graphic. Oh, which comics? Uh, so I had the pleasure of working with Ed McGinnis uh, on Thundercats oh, when Thundercats wow. first came back. Oh. So it was the first appearance. Lino. <laughs> yeah. So and uh, people were, they, they really liked the comic because when I was working on it, I, uh, I would go and find pictures of the actual cartoon. And I would make the palette match the cartoon. So when people saw it, they were like, is this like, you know, takeaways from the old cartoon? And I was like, no, that's me and Ed jamming. You know, I've, I've found out that even Thundercats was actually very, it was almost like a religious cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, like a lot of things meant, made sense. The eye. Yeah. You know, we looked at the eye, that's the eye of Horus. And yeah. it was like a lot of things like really, really made sense. Well, excuse me. Not religious, but they took a lot of things from uh, things you probably learned in school, like Sunday school. And like you were like, what's going on? This looks familiar. Right. So I like it subconsciously. Yeah. And I, I always say all that. religions. Like the all 80s. Ancestral things. The 80s, sure. right? 80s cartoons, 80s shows, they were just good. Like we were talking about MacGyver and MacGyver coming back. And you know, MacGyver was like just a dope show. It was like, all right, we're going to get out of this. I got a. Uh, uh, a pack of bubble gum, two pieces of chewed. Uh, I got an old pair of shoes, and I got some nitrous oxide, and we're going to break out. <laughs> so right. it was just really inventive, like all the stuff from the 80s. I don't Creativity know Creativity to the fullest. Creativity. Because and, is, is, is what do you do when you only have this? Right. Is right. the situation. Like the A-team, like the, the old A-team show, like B-A every time, you know? Right. So Were you, yeah. into, were you into Magnum P.I. also? What'd you say? Were you into Magnum P.I. also? Oh, Magnum P.I. Um, what was the one with the helicopter? Was it Riptide? Those, so there were some shows like coming out of the 70s going into the 80s. So a lot of the formulas were coming out of there, but they were right. starting to remix them. Big up to Stephen Hill, our guy who's on the actual uh, reboot of Magnum P.I. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he's playing TC. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had an actor. His name is uh, Jonathan. I forget his last name, but he's on Lethal Weapon. Uh, he's like the nerdy oh, okay. black scientist. I, so. I haven't seen that. that yeah. One. So it's funny. Like, I'll be watching. I'm like, oh, man, there's Jonathan. He's out in L.A. living the life. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, how'd you get your start in all the design and digital stuff? So, uh, you know, it was one of those things. Like, I always like comic books. I always like cartoons. So if you see any of my work... Um, you know, I can go all the way back to coloring books that I had when I was a little kid and you can see me drawing like Spider-Man and Batman and Star Wars. So it's just been something that I've always wanted to do. And that's why I say it's storytelling first. So I went to art school. You know, I was learning painting techniques. And Which school? Uh, East Carolina University, Go Pirates. Okay. Okay. They were horrible. You had to say the whole thing they, and then they, Go Pirates. They, they were horrible when I went to school and now they like actually rank pretty well. So You, you told me about the basketball team. Football team does pretty well too, right? Really? Didn't they like five years ago? They were five years ago. The quarterback that came out. The 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 only the 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 best thing that y'all have had recently 
East Carolina wise was Josh Norman. Okay, it's cornerback. Okay. Other than that, I don't see how the team. I, I mean, what well. what uh, that got killed from his uh, the girl. I don't know. NFL or years ago. Maybe, maybe. I just remember when we were at school, you didn't even want go to Cole the Pepper? game. You would just uh what's it called? You would just tailgate and then go home. That's how bad the sports teams were. Like literally you would just tailgate and go home. You ever heard of the Knicks? Uh <laughs> Wow. Knicks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is what it is. So but yeah, so I was there and then uh when I was in, in art school, you know, I that's when I discovered it was really about storytelling, you know, because the teachers were like, paint this, paint that. And it got, you know, it was fun, but it got repetitious. So I was like, all right, well, why am I not happy with what I'm working on? And I was like, oh, because to me, a painting is a way to tell a story. And so, you know, there are a lot of times I would butt heads with my teachers because I'm like, all right, well, my painting's done. And they're like, it's not done. I'm like, but it says what it needs to. So I went mm. through a period where. I was like trying to do just one painting a day, like speed paintings, like, all right, boom. So like by the end of a semester, I have like 30 paintings. My teacher was like, that's a quick way to enough. I was like, all right. <laughs> so the teacher didn't really understand or see your creativity. No, they did. I mean, I won't say that they didn't see the creativity, but they definitely had their own thought about what art was or, or you know, and as I got older, it's like, it's, it's more them saying like hey i'm trying to explain something about art to you so go with me down this pathway and then when you're done you can take that and do other things so with there it. was ethnocentric in an artistic way <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but you know it's like i mean when you're like 18 19 20 you you can't hear anything like you just out there yeah. doing stuff yeah. you know and i look back and i'm very appreciative for all the things that they taught me who were some of your or if only one people that you inspired to that inspired you as a Young artists growing up. Um, Even in comic books, too. Yeah. Mine was Todd McFarlane and Eric Larson. Okay. Okay. McFarlane. McFarlane. I remember the heat that he, he was throwing down on. He, he definitely changed the game. Uh, I was he a, hated him. He, he, I mean, you know, it's kind of like hating on Rob Liefeld. It's like he did what he did. You know what I mean? Like he changed the game, too. So, And people can hate on him, but when you look back, his stuff does have like a certain energy to it. You know, uh, I was a big Mike Mignola fan, so uh, Hellboy artist. So I, I have uh, old stuff that he did even before he kind of landed in that style. So he did this uh, this DC graphic novel that's crazy. That was like with the was it like the anti monitor and all this stuff. So it was like deep, deep nerd cut <laughs> DC comics. But he brought that style that he it's kind of known for it was like the beginnings of it like the broad shapes and like starting to put in like the spot blacks but then once he got to hellboy it was like a whole different level it's thermal sound waves the natural alternative to fast food radio we hear with chris walker of the black nerds club i, I have a question though about that is it an alternative to that popeye sandwich though fast food radio yeah. oh my Al bad alternative, my bad. Cause, alternative cause to that fast popeyes food radio. that popeyes is yeah, I've had it twice now. I'm I'm converted. Okay, well we're not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> They're not kicking in nothing, so we ain't gonna. No, we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that right now. So moving they, on, they got extra money. They should promo you guys. Once again, we got Chris Walker here, of course, the Black Nerds Club. Chris uh, likes to do it and all that good stuff, man. Yep. Hit us up three four seven four five four one two seven eight. Email us thermosoundwaves at gmail dot com. We're gonna come back and and talk about some of the the, the things as far as like graphics and before I. Because I want to get to the Black Nerds Club thing yep, because yep. we're dealing with that in this month specifically. But yep. before I go to that, what's your thoughts on the Watchmen? 
The you know, I, I actually have not watched it yet. I have. I either. hear it is amazing. People, people tell me, "Oh, you got to see." I haven't seen it, I, I, but people know, tell me you got to check it out. I haven't watched The Wire either, so. Okay, but, we're done. We're all right. All right, we're we're done. You, Chris, come but, on, but, Chris. The Wire but, is like, but it, but it's how long ago was The Wire? But, out? but wait, it's it's a compliment because I know no. once I start, I'm gonna have my life is gonna be gone no. for a while. Oh, I didn't have HBO, man. I was an artist. What can I say? It's look, no, look, it's no longer on the No, I mean, I mean, I actually watched it. I watched it all the way through. It was great. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. I was about to say, you haven't but seen I The played. Wire at this point. What's going on with you? But <laughs> but you're doing something with Black Nerds Club. Yeah. Um, but tell everybody what you're doing with the Black Nerds Club. Definitely. So Black Nerds Club uh, is something that I founded. It's a cultural initiative really just to celebrate black nerds and what black nerds have done in culture, in our community, in society. So uh, if you think about it from that standpoint, you know, black nerds have always been here, have always moved culture and society forward. And I thought it'd be really fun to celebrate that. So we are doing the first ever online award show celebrating black nerds. It's called the Nerdies. And so we're giving out black nerd, uh, black nerd awards. Uh, so the first one was the OG nerd award. It was Frederick Douglass. So if you think about what he did and how smart he was and how he helped to move society forward. They don't give him enough credit. Right? They don't. Right. Well, you know, we have the history nerdy. So it's really like a, a just a way to celebrate the things that we've done. So when I was putting it together, I just looked through a lot of different categories. And I was like, you know, there's history, there's business, you know, there's pop culture. We also have um, arts and entertainment. The kind of division there is like pop culture, I think more of like people so if you're like a person in pop culture either a celebrity or an influencer content creator but then for the for the arts it's really like the actual thing so if it's a comic book or a movie or something like that but really trying to you know capture a lot of different things and i'm, I'm looking on the instagram page right now which is where you can see all of these yep. on the black it's black nerds club on instagram yeah and some of the some of the people yeah. some of the people that you have or have given out an award to jaleel white infamous for playing the urkel uh, yeah. Character on Family Matters. That that is the that is the most popular post. I would I would like, think like so. The most popular post yeah. of the awards so absolutely, far. Absolutely, absolutely. Had a Matthew Cherry. Um, Had to give it to him after the Oscar. DJ Lady D. Yeah. Do you know uh, Lady D from out in Chicago? Chicago I don't know House her. DJ? I don't know her personally, but I've I've heard of her. Yeah, yeah. I was in Shy for for a couple of years, so she's really good people. The wonderful Cree Summer, one of my favorites. Right, that is the second most popular post, and I only think because yeah, yeah, she, because she came she out did, after Jalil. I think she's gonna surpass him. Like people, I, I think people so. love love I, her. I do too. I love do too. her. Like she was, was it a different world? When she yep. was a different Freddy. world. Like that was my favorite. Yep. favorite character on there yep. by far. And she has a she has an album produced by Lenny Kravitz. Crazy, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah, different world. Has been, I think, in over 300, what, over 200 titles, has voiced over 300 characters, and has an album by Lenny Kravitz. I'm like, she, you know, that that was Glow Up before Glow Up was a term. A different world sent so many people to college. Yes. So many black people went to college because of a different world. Yep. And became positive people. Yep. A different world was there before people like Sean Combs went to Howard University. Right. And then what happened? He met other people, 
Derek D. went to Howard. So many people went through Howard, even with a go-go experience, and they all became the people that are running businesses now. Right. Like, it's... And, that, and that's a shout out to HBCUs and what they've yes. really done in America and how yes. they've really been the backbone of America and definitely black nerd culture. So, And, and, and we are, as Black Nerds Club, I'm like very, very excited to try to do more things oh, with yeah. HBCUs. Oh, and, and we definitely need to support them more. Yes. Because a lot of times they, they have some issues as far as like, you know, funding and things like that. Yep. But they, they need to be definitely supported yep. more because of the phenomenal things and people definitely. that they've, they've brought up. Definitely, I'm from North Carolina, so shout out to AT or A and T and Bennett because those are the colleges that were literally in my neighborhood growing up as a kid. We would go on A and T's campus. We would ride our bikes by Bennett. So shout out to those. Okay. What, what city in North Carolina? Greensboro. Greensboro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Aggies, now, go Aggies. <laughs> uh, another favorite one that you did was Arturo Alfonso Schomburg. Yes. Whose library I sat in on many a day, just going through like some of the historical pieces and, and things that he researched and, and put in that library. Right. Yeah, like that library is built Caucasian. off his collection. They think he's Caucasian. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because he's Afro-Latino too, so I I felt very, like, humbled and, you know, it was an honor to, like, really put that on there because there's, you know, there's so many intersection points in our culture, right? So when it comes to Hispanic community, when it comes to, you know, I have Native American you know, and my family when it comes to Asian, you know, community. Because so. they think Hispanics only have to look a certain complexion. Oh, yeah. And, and look a certain way. And exactly. exactly. And that's a big conversation that's starting to happen more and more. So, so yeah, that's why I thought it was really cool to have him up there. And, uh, absolutely. On top of the fact that, like, it was his collection that started, you know, the whole library. And it was really cool when I was doing the research. It's like, you know, he, he got it bought for $10,000 in 1926. So, I don't know how much money that was. If you do the exchange rate, right. a lot of money. And then he used that money to go buy more materials. So that's why I was like, definitely a book nerd. You know, it's like, oh, I got no this doubt. cash. I'm buying more books. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. Are, are, are we on there? See, see just kept, I, 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 we, we got the honor. We got the honorary mentions coming in. Okay. We, we got right. them coming. All right. We got how, how many more weeks left? We Did, didn't y'all do that two, to me last time weeks. I was on there? Like, like, Chris, when when we going to be in the comic? When that? We did. Yeah, we did do that. What happened after that, see? Uh, I don't know. I mean, did the comic come? Did the enough? comic come out? Like, uh, are, are you still working on the comic? Like, we, did it come we out? Still, we still have relic. It's a dog era. Sorry. We, <laughs> we still have relic. So yes, yes. But we're gonna put y'all in the background. So actually, not in the background. We're gonna have supporting, supporting. Yeah, we speaking speaking roles. We'll do something. well, not not speaking word balloon roles, right? We, we'll do something significant. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yes. Now, what has the response been for all the nerdy so far? It's been great. So when I look at it, you know, social is hard right now because social, you know, it's really pay to play with the platform. So if you think about Facebook, you think about Google, the way the algorithms have like really dominated everything. So from an organic standpoint of just posting hashtags, you know, we have almost tripled our uh, following in you know, three weeks. So that lets me know that people are really into it. I work in advertising for a while, so I won't get into all the jargon, but when it comes to the engagement, uh, sometimes the amount of engagement that we had from the following was sometimes two or three times. So like, those are like real numbers with people really being excited. So you're also an engagement specialist when it comes to algorithms. I, I wish, but <laughs> I've been around it enough to know. And then like, you know, our click through rate too. So if you think about people 
looking at the post and then liking the post, it's almost 10%. So those are just good, healthy numbers uh, from a social media standpoint that says like, hey, you know, this is uh, striking a chord with our audience and, you know, it's reflecting how they feel about things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And once again, you can see all this Black Nerds Club on Instagram, blacknerdsclub.com. Yeah, Black Nerds Dub, uh, blacknerdsclub.com, Black Nerds uh, Club on Instagram, same thing with Twitter. We're really more focused on Instagram. So if you go to the website, definitely do, I would say, you know, sign up through the website so that we can grab your uh, info and we can put you in the newsletter and that sort of thing. Or definitely follow us on Instagram. Feel free to, you know, uh, direct message us, that sort of thing. So we'll definitely be doing more stuff. And, and, I, and I got a plug for that after. In okay, a little bit. okay. Okay. And what are you doing with uh, apparel? You're doing some things with apparel also, right? Yeah. So, uh, uh, we partnered with Threadless. If you remember Threadless back in the day, they were that they were um, the website where they would have different design competitions, and whoever won their shirt would get turned into a design. And so it was a big deal with graphic designers for a while. And so they have artist shops where they can help you develop your own shop. So I was like, hey, let's put up some T-shirts. You know, it's like print on demand, so it didn't cost out of pocket. Again, just a way to see, like, is there interest? And so the shop's done really well. We've had people buy stuff, especially over the holidays. They'll get it. And then people are, like, taking pictures of themselves, tagging themselves online, making nice. stories with themselves. And so we've got one guy. He actually um, bought a hoodie and took it to Disneyland and was rocking it at Disneyland, hugging Mickey Mouse. So I'm like... Again, striking a chord. <laughs> the power when people actually, you know, support. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with the brand. Like, I appreciate people supporting us, but it's really about supporting, you know, black nerds in our community, right? It's about being smart. It's about being fun. It's about, you know, understanding that everybody's a nerd about something. Everybody's passionate about something. You know, if you're, you know, if you're a fantasy football guy or gal, you know, and you can quote, all the stats like you're a nerd i hate to be the one to tell you this but i you're can't quote all that so you're a nerd you know you can be a fashion nerd you can be you know i talk about a lot you know with like lebron james it's like oh go push a basketball it's like no nah, lebron's kind of a genius when it comes to basketball yes, he's he a basketball yeah. nerd you know so make sure this being that you are creative with the pen the paintbrush everything when it comes to anime yeah do you feel that black people are somewhat pushed out of Japanese anime? Like, do they accept your your um, pen, or do they only want it to look one way, European-ish, and that's it? So that's that's the weird thing about anime, right? Like, you, you can see, like, a lot of European feature sets, but then I think as anime has grown, and I think really, like, anime has seen that there's a large, you know, black audience for it, I think those feature sets are starting to be there. So I'm a big Naruto fan. I'm gonna show you something. You you guys okay. like Naruto? I, uh, you serious? Like I know those Sen things. Senju clan, thousand thousand skills clan, Ambu, no, the Sharingan. But that's what I'm saying, you have the tattoos. So with that, cause anime, even though anime don't look like the Japanese people, it always looked to me, it looked more so as Europeans. I, the, the I agree. Straight point nose, the straight, the, the, chin like a v and everything and right. it was very europeanish that's all cool but it's like they look at you like do they curve their features I, now they do so if you look at naruto there's like a whole black clan ninja clan uh out of the mountains so like Where the lightning clan from? they don't get that deep oh, okay <laughs> but that that's the whole clan so uh mike daniels who 
is now for plays for Detroit Lions. They did a whole uh, documentary on him on Crunchyroll. And so he's a huge anime fan. And so he played the Hokage from the Lightning Clan. Uh, so there's the they're called A and B. Those are like the two main guys. And so he dressed like A um, and went to San Diego Comic-Con and looked just like the character. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's why I say Black Nerds Club. Like It, it goes deep, <laughs> you know, deep. Right. He says he's an anime fan first and then a uh, football player second. And so he sees himself as like Goku, you know, on the football field. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, would you ever want to put together like a a festival or like a, a, a something similar to a comic con for yeah. what everything that you do? Yeah. I, I think there's, you know, there's so many cool cons going on right now too. There's blur city con. I think that's in uh, Brooklyn. Schomburg has their, uh, convention. Do you, do you remember the name of their convention? I don't know that I remember the name, but I know they do have it going yeah. on. Yeah. Curtis Sharon might be doing something with black comics. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. And then there's a Black Age of Comics. There's Wakanda Con in Chicago. There's Afro Comic Con in Oakland. Eggbach in Philly. There's a Blurred Con in D.C. So I don't know what we would add to it, um, but definitely I would like for us to attend and help those cons be more successful. Gotcha. Um, I do have an idea for a con, but it's not necessarily – it wouldn't be Black uh, Nerds Club. It'd be more kind of cool kids. So just bringing that kind of like sneakerhead vibe to Comic Cons. But that's still part of, you know, sneakerheads are nerds too. Like, let's be honest. No, no. <laughs> when that, when you own 300 sure. pairs of shoes, like, for sure. you a nerd. Yeah. And you know, like, the, each particular style, oh, the year, you know, the, the designers. Yeah. All that. Yeah. All that. All yeah. that. Now, where do you see things going uh, future wise with, with the way everything is, is now is at the forefront pretty much? Right. Where do you see it going from with, here? With nerd culture. Just, yeah, 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 nerd culture. Because it covers, like, everything. Right. Yeah, I. you know, my big thing with nerd culture is I think because of phones and the internet and digital, everybody's kind of a nerd now. So before where, you know, you, had, you were a nerd if you had a computer, everybody's got, like, a phone. Everybody's dealing with, like, a fire stick at the house, you know. So I think as generations have gotten younger – uh, being a nerd has become a point of pride. So everybody's like, yo, I'm kind of nerdy. Or I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd about this. So I think it is now a badge of pride, whether or not you're like an all encompassing nerd and that's like your identity or there's this thing that you feel really nerdy about. Like I think about, you know, Dilla or Pete Rock, like those are producer nerds, right? Like they can, you know, Primo, they can tell you stuff about beats and NPCs and, you know, all those things that, you know, just come with dedication and passion. And that's one of the things that I really want with Black Nerds Club is to highlight that fact that whenever you are become that passionate about something, that it transcends. Absolutely. So tell everybody where they could get all of this culture, the, the nerdies, where they could see that, yeah. where they could get involved with that, yep. vote on it, like click through it, like like. You know, all those things where Definitely. they can get the apparel, like all of that. Definitely. So, again, you know, we're really focused on Instagram right now. So, if you go to Instagram, uh, just put in Black Nerds Club, you can find it. If you put in the Nerdies, uh, it's N E R D I E S or the Nerdies, uh, the content will come up. And then if you're on the Instagram site, there's a click through to the apparel line. And then we actually have a talk. So we're also Black Nurse Club on Facebook, but we're doing a, a talk. Um, 
Uh, it's Black Nerds Club presents Do What You Love. And that's one of WeWork's like big uh, taglines is do what you love, like be creative, you know, live your passion, find, you know, start your business. So it's actually going to be a panel discussion with the host, uh, Fantastic Frankie. She's like blowing up. Uh, she's like a blurred girl. Blurred is like black nerd. It's like slang. Um, and so um, but we're going to have a discussion where it's going to be Stephen Harris, who's a comic book artist uh, here in town. He won an award for. um um, so he's going to be there. Um, Jamil Newkirk, who's a graphic designer, he's done a lot of stuff. And then um, uh, Blair is going to be there. She's a digital marketer. And so I'm just going to have a panel of people just talking about the things that they're into. So that's going to be next. If you go to the Facebook page, uh, you can see the event. And I'll probably throw up the link, um, the event link on the Instagram page too. My mind, I'm, I'm still getting in the habit of social media. Like I understand it, but like it's, it's yeah. so, yeah, thorough and detailed how you have to be on yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's things on top of things on top of things. And it, <laughs> was it, it Linktree when Linktree Linktree came out? I was like, oh, so now I can click and click and then click. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like when you're opening the door. Like it's a big maze to nowhere. You're opening another <laughs> door that. to open another that. door to open another that. door, but you're never really going anywhere. It's like right. you're going in, you're standing in the same right. spot, opening doors and like going around. So open a door to a cupcake and then a cat and right. then somebody doing something stupid and then right. back to a cupcake. All right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I remember like when Internet first started out, I, I, I talked to a friend of mine. I'm like. Man, I feel like I'm I'm not doing anything. Like I'm not getting anything done. But to your point, I feel like I'm doing stuff all day and my attention span is gone. And then all this stuff comes out that's like, yeah, social media has like made us have the attention span of goldfish. And I was like <laughs> I thought I knew knew that, but I can't remember what I was actually thinking about when I thought I knew that. So right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> to nowhere. Going nowhere. Yeah. Going, going nowhere. nowhere. And you said you at some point you're gonna start to televise the 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 awards or something else that you were doing. You're gonna televise. Yeah, televise? we're gonna do some Facebook lives. Speaking of, so we're gonna get back on the treadmill. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk to some people who have uh, accepted their awards and like like their awards. And then you know, ultimately the goal is to do something that could be televised. So the the awards you know this is like the first year just to like get it out there get it past concept get it where people can see it interact with it and again it's gone really well people really love it so i've had both agencies you know and brands as well as some of the tech platforms really interested in it yeah i'm sure for their own reasons oh they, yeah they, they need that oh yeah audience they want oh, yeah. that they want that audience I, and i don't mind but they got to give us something back for sure thing, for sure right? definitely like, definitely well, I, I thank you for, for coming through and uh, taking some time out to tell us about the, the wonderful things that you're doing, especially with the Nerdies and Black Nerds Club. Definitely, definitely. And uh, th we definitely got to have you come back because I know there's a lot of things you do constantly. So <laughs> whenever you yep. want to come through, just just let us know and we'll for have sure. you back like easily. No for problem. For sure. Thank you for having me. Uh, appreciate it as always. Awesome. No doubt. Right. Chris Walker, y'all, Black Nerds Club. Make sure you check it out. Hit up the Instagram, Black Nerds Club on Instagram. Uh, check out the nerdies and all the different contents that they have on there. Um, also, click on that uh, thread list to uh, get the apparel as well and, and support the movement. All right. It's Thermal Soundwaves, a natural alternative to fast food radio. Thermal Soundwave. Wave.